0: Hey, everybody, welcome to the debut episode of our first and 15th podcast. I'm Joel Pulliam and I'm your host. And I want to thank you for listening, first of all. And uh, we hope you'll subscribe right after this episode. Our podcast name, the first and 15th, actually comes from the First Amendment. Part of it is the right to free speech and the 15th Amendment, which is supposed to grant everyone the right to vote. We haven't filled that all the way, and that's a part of our goal with this podcast. And um, the first and fifteenth, you get paid. in the first and fifteenth, it's a little tongue in cheek. So that is where a name comes from. A little bit more about myself. I'm 28. I'm actually going to turn 29 this week. I'm an African American man. I'm from the South. I'm by the way, a Michigan. But that's a long story. And the reason why I emphasize my emphasize my race and my age. Was actually because I felt for too long there weren't enough people who sounded or looked like me in media, especially when it came to politics. And I think sometimes that that causes a disconnect, especially when it comes to younger and, and and black voters, because it's like I don't see myself up there. So you know, what's the use? They don't understand me. What you know, they don't have my perspective. So what I want to do is try to bridge that gap, you know, between you know people of color, black people, and and younger voters and with civics and politics i don't want it to be intimidating to people i don't want the jargon to go over people's heads because i feel like that happens a lot you know in 2018 i remember people coming up to me and being like okay joel what do we do when it comes to uh you know elections who do we vote for where do we vote and i'm kind of like oh man I- i'm happy that they're-, they're enthused about it but i'm gonna i'm like disheartened because how come they don't know these things? How come we don't teach civics like this in school? Like, we are politically illiterate as a society, and it's not the citizens' fault. It's that we haven't made government, I don't want to say appealing, but it, it doesn't appeal because it feels like you're not a part of it, and it's not for you. When I hate when people say, you know, well, that's politics. You know, I don't really like to talk about politics. I don't have nothing to do with po- politics, or I don't have anything to do with politics. I mean, politics to me is it's it comes down is something simple as how much a, uh, a gallon of milk costs that 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 matters. That's politics. Politics decides that politics decides where your child goes to school. Politics decides how much debt you have to pay. Politics decides what job you can get, where you can live. All that is politics. It literally politics and civics touch every inch of our lives, every part of our lives, and so it frustrates me when I hear that, and so I really want to break that myth, and so I want to make it simple. I don't want it to be a bunch of political jargon, and people are like, oh, God, you know, this again. No, no, no. I want to make it simple to where you can pick these things up, and you're like, I have the tools to fight for democracy. I know that in November of 2016, when I woke up after that election, I'm not gonna lie, I was i felt like I was in an alternate universe so i was like this is crazy i can't believe this and and, and i started to feel like to be honest i'm being transparent i felt like man this country they rejected people who look like me and they hate me and after a while i was kind of like okay Joel you might feel that way but but the fight for justice continues and you got to brush yourself off you we have four years to get ready and we're almost there now and it's and it's kind of a a thing of If my ancestors fought for it, who am I to not fight for it? Like, who are you, Joel? You stand on the shoulders of giants. You get up there and you fight for what you believe in. And so me and my brother, we started marching, you know, Started protesting, and then we got involved with the Democratic Party. In 2018, we helped volunteer, and that was awesome. And then in 2019, I actually worked for the Biden campaign all the way until early this year. And I must say, it was one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life. I loved talking to those people. Uh, I loved uh, talking to volunteers, getting people organized, and it shows that politics can be can it, it can be fun when it's what you believe in and you're passionate about it. And I want everybody to be passionate about it. It doesn't matter what issue. I just want people to be passionate about their politics and about their government because it affects them at the end of the day. You know, the people up up, up top, they don't care. You know, a lot of them don't care. I don't want to say everybody, but a lot of them, they don't care. And, and it's like, it affects us the most on the bottom level. So I just want to get people, you know, excited for politics. and I want them to feel a part of it. Uh, a little bit more about me. I'm a history buff. So you're going to see in every one of these episodes, they're going to be named after an actual famous speech in history. We're going to try to tie it because nothing's unprecedented. I mean, there's nothing new under the sun, even with Trump. Like there are lessons to be learned from the past of how to defeat this now. And so we can't think like we're in a vacuum. We, we can't pull from any lessons from the past. Yes, we can. And that's what I'm trying to tie in with every episode. To be honest, I'm I'm probably not natural at having a podcast. I never thought I would. But my parents, especially my dad, they're like, okay, Joel, during quarantine, what are you going to do? And I thought to myself, okay, I have to do something. It doesn't matter if I'm on a campaign or not. It doesn't matter if I'm running for office or not. And you, the listener, I mean, you can do anything right now. You can make phone calls. You can talk to your family. You can talk to your friends. Just get off the sidelines. You know, like like the statement says, be the man in the arena or a woman in the arena and, and Just get off the sidelines and get involved. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about what's been going on for the past 400 years. Um, In the last few weeks, we've had Ahmaud Arbery in that disgusting video. Breonna Taylor. And um, just last night when I'm recording this, George Floyd in Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's frustrating and heartbreaking and tiring and exhausting. And... I know we talk about good politics, but sometimes there's bad politics. When bad people get into power and they're allowed to get into power, this is what builds these structures. It, it, it builds, you know, white supremacy and our government. Um, it, it, it helps build and foster, you know, police brutality. It, it, it's the things that caused Jim Crow and redlining and slavery for 250 years on this soil. So every time we let our guard down, that is when bi- bad politics can take over and ruin all of our lives. And I know I joke and I, and I laugh and it's going to be um, humor on this podcast, but seriously, this is just a platform. Um, this is just a platform to get people to vote. I, I understand. I don't condone it, but I understand the apathy When it comes to voting in our community, because for 400 years, it hasn't worked out. it has been slavery and Jim Crow and lynching and brutality against us. And it seems like we can do nothing. But all I say is if voting didn't matter, they wouldn't have tried so hard to stop us to this day. We wouldn't have the martyrs, the Medgar Evers, the Martin Luther Kings, if voting didn't matter. Black people wouldn't have put their lives on the line. If it didn't matter, I understand that it's hard to have faith in times like these, but I'm begging you. I'm a son of a preacher and the word says that faith is the substance of things hoped for and it's the evidence of things not seen. I'm not supposed to see it. I'm not supposed to have evidence that it can happen, but I know that it will. I think back to my great-great-grandfather was born a slave. And when I think about my ancestors, many of them were born and lived and died without ever breathing a breath of freedom. And they still believed and they still had faith that that day would come. And I think, who am I to not have that same faith, to not have that same belief that a better day is going to come? We have to admit that voting is one of the few tools that we have, especially as black people, to make the change we want in this country. And so what I'm trying to do is, you know, starting with this podcast, have an initiative where young people, people of color, black people turn out in record turnout in this election so we can make a statement. I'm going to have more information on it in future podcasts. There's a statement that stood out to me. It's one of my favorites by Dr. King. He says, in a real sense, all life is interrelated. All men are caught in an inescapable network of mutuality, tied in a single garment of destiny, Whatever affects one directly affects all indirectly. I can never be what I ought to be until you are what you ought to be. And you can never be what you ought to be until I am what I ought to be. This is the interrelated structure of reality. We're all connected. And it's not fair for one group of people to fight by themselves or for you to vote only for yourself. It is our responsibility to look out for one another. We're all each other's keeper. And with that, I want to thank you for listening to this first podcast, and I want to ask after this episode, please subscribe so you can hear more content like this. And remember, this democracy is for you to mold. Thank you, and have a great day.